Hello and welcome to Career Chat. My name is Michael Embry Van Wyk. I'm the Director of Career Management here at People First. Uh, today I am joined by Lynn Unger, our Senior Consultant uh, here at People First, and we're going to talk a little bit about the importance of networking and uh, networking in job search today. We have a fantastic webinar that we provide our clients that gives a really good overview of the importance of networking. But we thought that we'd dive a little bit deeper today and talk about networking in a variety of settings and some of the benefits. So thank you for joining me today, Lynn. Hi, Michael. Okay, so um, Lynn, we talk a lot with our clients about networking and the fact that it can open up a variety of opportunities, hidden job market. Um, what would you say are some of the benefits that, that you've seen your clients um, get from, yeah. from networking? Great, great question. So we, we always coach our clients that networking is a huge part of job search. Mm-hmm. And um, networking, most importantly, isn't about asking people for a job, but it's about reaching out to um, family, friends. If your kids are in, in um, organized sports, think about who are those parents that you see every week or twice a week um, and where do they work? It's right. about sharing your new story that you have currently experienced job search and, you know, you, you want to continue working and um, may they know someone that they can connect you with. So um, it's it's just a way of branching out a different kind of way of, of job search. Um, but it is very, very critical when you are looking for a new job. Right. And I think so many people get stuck in the thought that networking is about reaching out to ask, do you have any job opportunities? Right. And that's not always the case. I think sometimes it's about laying a foundation and opening a door so that totally. you can have that conversation. Yes. yes, exactly. And I like what you said about the fact that it is, um, often it can be in non-conventional spaces. You never know who sure. who that could be or who has an awareness of an opportunity or to learn about an organization. Yeah, so. you're absolutely right. And, and you know, what we try and, and help our clients understand is that when you're asking someone for a networking meeting, whether it's over coffee or whether it's over dinner, um, you know, depending on the amount of time that you want to spend with them, it's really trying to make it about the individual that you are reaching out to and how much you value your, their opinion and how, how well-versed maybe they are in a certain field or in a certain sector that may help you move your needle. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why you want to, you know, encourage them or, or, you know, ask them if they would meet with you for, for, you know, a drink mm-hmm. or whatever. For sure. And I think that that approach is really good, especially for people who may be considering a different career path, um, or, or a change or a pivot in what they've been doing. Um, it's always a good, um, practice, I think, to reach out to someone who is currently working in the field or has that awareness of the field. Um, it allows you to be able to do your research. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, other ways of, of um, networking aside from face-to-face is through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always tell clients that, you know, companies that they're following or groups that they're following on their LinkedIn page, that they should continue adding to it. Um, because that you know they can reach out to individuals through LinkedIn mm-hmm. when they are following a certain organization and they see someone else that they might know that may be able to help them get connected with someone from HR or a decision maker. So LinkedIn is a very very powerful tool also for for networking. For sure, and and I think it's um, it's not about just 
you know, creating your LinkedIn profile and, and sitting back and waiting or watching what's happening in your feed. It's, you know, LinkedIn, you need to be an active participant. You need to be sharing content. You need to be reading other people's content. But then from a networking perspective, you should be spending time every week reaching out and connecting. Um, And that may be um, asking for the the meet or um, taking it outside of LinkedIn. Um, There's a, a group even here in Winnipeg I've heard of that are it's a LinkedIn group that actually meets up regularly on a monthly basis outside of the LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you know, in- mm-hmm. internet sphere mm-hmm. and actually get to meet in person. Yeah. Um, tell me about groups. Uh, what do you know about groups in LinkedIn? So, so well, you know, and when I'm talking about groups, so um, you and I will talk a little bit more uh, about that, but I'm talking about um, sometimes there are, there are groups that are accountants um, that get together, mm-hmm. they share best practices, they um, chat, they network. I see them um, often sharing opportunities that they've learned of. Um, and also, you know, recruiters quite often will join groups, especially for certain professional sectors. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I see it as being important. Um, and, you know, I think that it's a way to uh, to connect uh, and talk with other people who are like-minded, who have similar um, history in terms of work backgrounds and education. Yeah. It's a really good way to connect. Yes, for sure. And I think that the more, um, the more that our clients search and mm-hmm. do their research on on uh, you know social media different kinds of social media such as LinkedIn uh, pro- a professional network that the more they're going to be able to expand their networking and, and who are the people that they're looking for um, th- but these groups that you're talking about they're really really critical mm-hmm. in terms of um, expanding your search and, and talking as you said with like-minded people. Right. Now, uh, we talked about um, sort of unconventional um, methods. So whether it be connecting with um, individuals at, you know, your children's sports or those sorts of things. What about um, things like uh, cocktail events or, um, you know, sometimes chamber events, those sorts of things? What's really important for someone to know when they're attending one of those events? So I think that it's really important for everyone to come prepared, mm. um, to come prepared, number one, with um, what, what is the result that they want to come away with? Uh, first of all, they want to make sure that they're sharing their story and they're sharing it in the right way. Um, you know, they want to appear to be very, very um, positive, very professional. They should always have some sort of a business card with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also to, for, to be able to provide to the people that they're meeting with their contact information and also have, have some sort of a space to be able to take away contact information so that right. you can reconnect. Um, but the more of those types of organized um, events that people attend through through the chamber, and again, a lot of that is on, on websites, mm-hmm. um, again, the better that they're going to sort of spread their network. For sure. And I think that, um, you know, so often you'll see people who will attend uh, events and you see individuals who've arrived alone and they tend to stay off in the corner of the periphery. Right. And I think it's really important for you to be an active participant. participant. Yeah. And, you know, there are ways to do it there. You can inject yourself into conversations. You can introduce yourself to those other individuals who are evidently there alone and, and it helps to break the ice. Right. Um, and I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
you know, the other thing that I tell my clients sometimes is to make sure that on your phone, your uh, you have the LinkedIn app um, set up. Uh, often, if people aren't exchanging business cards, it's a good way for you to quickly add one another into your LinkedIn so that you can connect later. That's a great uh, idea. Yeah, and it just makes it a little uh, a little easier. Um, so having your phone um, ready, it's a good way to capture uh, information and and be able to connect afterwards. But I think that you should always. Make it a bit of a game for yourself, too. I think go to um, an event and think about how many people can you talk to tonight um, and challenge yourself to get outside of that box. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you should feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes, it it is a little bit of an interview. Yeah. Um, So when we talk about, uh, you know, in our program, our five sound bites, you want to really come prepared with with your five sound bites because that will walk an individual that you're just meeting for the first time give them a little bit of your history tell yeah. them a little bit about yourself and um and that's just such an easy way to break the ice with somebody for yeah. sure i think the sound bites um come in handy in so many different ways but especially in networking um you know it just gives you a way to concisely communicate uh who you are your uh, work history and um, your exit story um, yes. and and then what's next. I mean, all of those things are key parts of networking. For sure. um, and you're able to pull uh, that exit story out um, often, you know, whether it be grocery shopping and someone asks you, you know, where, where you're working now or how, mm-hmm. you know, how is your current employer? You're able to use your exit story. Likewise, in uh, a networking setting. You know, yes. uh, some often the first question that people ask is, "Oh, where do you work?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so, an exit it's a bit story. Of an identifier. You got it. Yeah. You got it. You know, we sort of wear our careers and our jobs on our sleeves, and so it gives us a chance to be able to um, tactfully and professionally and positively communicate that we're currently active in job search. Yes, and I think what's really important is for our clients to to really really. Um, um, feel that networking is a very big part of job search. And so networking just doesn't happen organically. You really do need to plan it. So what we, t- we, what we do tell our clients is to make a list, make mm-hmm. a list of, of who your neighbors are, not only who your neighbors are, but where do they work? You know, start from, from your family nucleus and kind of work out, um, you know, possibly you know, previous colleagues that you might mm-hmm. have worked with, maybe some vendors that you had good relationships with. And again, it does not have to be in the city that you're living. It can be remote. Um, but unless you're making a list, then you're not making sure, you're not really ensuring that you're covering off everybody that you could possibly reach out to. For sure. Um as I work with clients, often will um, create a list of organizations that they are interested in mm-hmm. or that they've always been curious about. And so what they will take away is um, that opportunity to reach out and, and have those discussions. Um, you know, I can think of one client in particular this week. Um, there is a, a company within um, the field that they work in and uh, she reached out and picked up the phone and has a meeting with the president the very next week to talk about the skills that she could bring to the table. That's and, so fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, was she terrified to pick up the phone and make the call <laughs> and have the ask? Yes. But, you know, I think that we're like that in, in many aspects and we can't let that fear or the apprehension um, hold us back uh, from doing it. It's, it's really imperative that we push through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a city like Winnipeg, we often know that um, 
it's not always the job that's posted. Sometimes it's word of mouth. And yes. the only way that you can do that is by reaching out, by networking, by uh, making yourself available. Yeah, yeah. It's about going outside your comfort zone. Right. Trying to break down those walls and the barriers. I joke that it's like dating, right? Um, yes. You're never, never going to find yourself a date sitting on the couch. You have to get out sure. um, and and you have to, to be places where those people will be. Um, and also in virtual spaces. Yes. So, you know, it's like dating online or dating in person. Yes. You know, you yeah. just find a way to do it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. For sure. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Lynn. Uh, it was very insightful. I, I loved uh, having the conversation about networking and how it's important. And uh, hopefully it sort of opens up um, people's minds to networking and what that can be and that it doesn't have to be so traditional and um, and and uh, set in a, in a certain way. That networking can happen anywhere. That's right. And hopefully our clients will find this podcast really, really um, valuable for them. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Okay. Thank Thanks, you so Michael. much.